Many of us are aware that climate change is real, social values need to change and a good governance essential. The investment fund industry has a huge potential to make a positive influence, but can it simultaneously deliver returns for investors? Today, we're speaking with Matt Lanston, head of ESG research and investing from the Capital Group. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. How are you? Very well, thank you, sir. Um, now, let's get down to business. What, what differentiates Capital Group from other asset managers with regards to ESG? I think it really comes down to a number of core factors, and many of these align with the long-term strengths of Capital Group uh, over the past 90 years. Um, and I think I would characterize it as follows. Number one, uh, we start everything we do in ESG with research. Fundamental research is at the heart of our process as investors, and it's at the heart of our process uh, when we're analyzing ESG factors as well. So that's a really important place for us to start. We didn't just build our ESG capability in a bolt-on silo on the side of our organization. We actually built it in deep partnership with our investors. So that's the first most important point, I would say. Secondly, uh, we are long-term investors. And um, when we invest uh, in capital, we think about things on a three to five year view, if not longer. And our, averaging, our average holding period is also very, very long. Uh, and we think that's really critical when it comes to ESG. Sustainability issues, by definition, are long-term issues. So we're able to align that way of thinking when we're thinking about long-term financial returns. And then the third factor, equally important, is that we have really good access to management teams. We're a trusted partner in investing with the, with the companies and the issuers that we invest in. Um, they're keen to understand our perspective um, and we have great access. And there's no point having all the great ESG research in the world if you aren't able to take those insights and observations, bring them into the boardroom, have that discussion with management teams and then seek to influence what the companies are doing, their strategies, their operations, in ways that are aligned with key sustainability objectives. Now, delivering deep research does, of course, require in-depth data, which is not always easy to source. How does Capital Group approach this challenge? Yeah, it's a really good question, and it's something that's a continual conversation in the ESG world, but in ESG uh, capital specifically. Uh, we're very careful that when we're using third-party data, and there are a number of key providers for ESG scores and ratings, um, we're careful not to just use those and then bolt them directly into our portfolio construction. We're really using that data as the start of a conversation. So we use it to highlight risks, specific controversies or flags for things that might be going on at companies. And then we take that to the investment group and we ask the analysts that know the companies best, is this data, uh, is it real or is it um, dated? Uh, is it material? Does the thing being flagged really make an impact on the investment case? And if it does, then we're going to do a bit more deeper digging, spend some time with the company on that issue, uh, look for other sort of third party verification of what's going on, uh, seek other opinions. But it's really clear that, as I said earlier, we come back to our investors uh, at the heart of the decision process. So they'll use that as a factor, as a tile when they build their mosaic um, for an investment thesis but we're not going to let that data directly plug into our portfolio construction because we think that's that's over-relying on things that we don't necessarily have uh, complete control over. So, Matt, how does Capital Group really decide which factors are important when you're looking at ESG? Yeah, this is this is really, really important to get right because when you look at the, the wealth of third-party analysis, there are 
dozens and dozens of different factors and scores and boxes that they're looking to tick and to come up with these overall ratings. And actually, um, we think that the things which are truly material, what really matters uh, to investors making long term investments, in particular companies and industries, uh, the range of key issues is much narrower. So we focus on materiality as a guiding principle of how we're doing this. And the way we work that out is we simply ask the true experts, which are our investment group analysts. Our investment group analysts, on average, have been following their industries for 14 years or so. And so when we collect that group of experts together and we say to them, you tell us what really matters. What are the sustainability factors, whether it's environmental, social or governance? Um, and typically we find there are 10 to 12 factors which are really, really important. And so when we build our investment frameworks of ESG, and when we implement those as we integrate ESG into our investment process, we're really careful to stick to the things that matter, the things which are material, and therefore we avoid getting drowned out uh, by the noise which is out there. Now, of course, some people might be critical and say that ESG could be reduced to just marketing or, or greenwashing. Uh, how do you balance portfolios that meet ESG criteria whilst also enabling investors to meet their own expectations? Yeah, I think that's really important for investors and, and we want the asset owners, the investors, um, to be able to, to tell us what their key preferences are and what their objectives are. Uh, and for many, many investors, the focus will remain on uh, the long-term returns from their investments. So it's the financial returns from those investments. And we want to honour those needs to build up funds for retirement, for college funding or whatever the objective is of the investor. But at the same time, Many investors are telling us that ESG factors, sustainability factors are also really important and it's a key influence in how they want their money to be invested. So across all of our funds, um, across all asset classes, all funds and globally, we have now fully integrated ESG into the decision making process. But most of those funds will have a primary objective in terms of financial uh, returns. We're also you know, working very, very hard on thinking about funds where there might be other aspects to the mandate. So there might be a sustainability um, objective alongside a financial objective, and those things are important to balance. We don't want to ever fall guilty of pretending we're doing more than we do. This so-called greenwashing, I think, is a, is a big threat for the industry. We want to stay very much on the right side of making sure investors understand what we're promising uh, and offering to deliver for them. So it's, a, it's an important consideration. I mean, of course, all of this is based on investors being smart enough to to read the small prints and, and know what they're really investing into. It is. But, you know, I think we don't want to have a sort of philosophical approach that unless the investors read every page of small print, there's something buried deep within there that we would want to there sort of point to at a later date. I think we want to make sure that when we're communicating about our investment approach, um, when we're communicating about our investment products and our funds and our services, we're really clear about what the objectives are. I think that's important. Now that many people within the industry agree that this fundamental move towards ESG is a defining change that will accompany us for many years, uh, is the capital group ready for this evolution? Um, so the first thing is to say that I think I think that observation is correct. I think ESG isn't a trend or a fad that will go away at the first sign of a market downturn. I think it's, I think it's an enduring change uh, in how we think about the world and financial markets. You can see that in the behavior of almost every company uh, that is talking about these themes. You can see it dominates the media. It's not just climate issues, which obviously they're very, very current. 
um, and they're sort of the thing which confronts us almost daily. But there are the S issues around human rights and human capital issues. There are governance issues that have always been important. I mean, you take those as a whole. I think this is a, a complete change in the way that we think about long term investing. As far as is capital ready and equipped for that change, um, you know, I would say we, we definitely are. and We've been investing a lot behind that capability. We have invested a lot into talent. We've brought in some uh, very experienced ESG uh, analysts uh, and practitioners and people who've been uh, looking at ESG for large parts of their career. Um, but the key is to put those alongside the investing experts rather than operate as, as a silo. I think that's when um, that's when the benefits can be really multiplied. And as well as investing in people, we're investing in technology and data. We've built a proprietary data platform that will house and help to analyze and provide tools for analyzing the key ESG data that's material industry by industry, sector by sector and company by company. So there's a lot of effort that has been going on for the past several years. As I say, we're already fully integrated ESG across our investment approach uh, and we're excited about the next steps in, in the ESG development. I would say at the moment, there's quite a strong focus on the E element of ESG, particularly as we talk about uh, Paris goals, for example, by 2030. If, if you and I were having this conversation in a few years' time, do you, do you think that the E will still be the standout letter? I think it's likely to be a dominant theme. Um, uh, for all of the reasons that I think any any people listening to this will understand, climate change is you know is a clear threat uh, on so many different levels. Whether it's you know, rising sea levels in low lying areas, whether it's extreme weather patterns, we've just been working on a piece in my team on water risk uh, and how it can have a direct impact on companies if companies have water as a key input into their supply chain. In some areas of the world, that may be disrupted. They may need to invest hundreds of millions of dollars in desalination to be able to allow activities to continue. So all of those things will continue to be, I think, very much at the forefront of society's focus and our focus as investors. But the the S issues, the societal issues, um, I think they are growing, uh, growing in importance. I think um, we are increasingly thoughtful about looking beyond a simply a company's frontline operations and thinking about their supply chain. You know, what kinds of labor uh, are they using at different layers lower down in their supply chain? Are there areas of the world where uh, the workers are being unfairly treated? Um, and, and all of these kinds of issues, I think, are really important. The problem often is being able to see far enough down into the supply chain uh, to make really well-informed um, analysis about what's going on. And there are various third parties that are trying to help provide that lens. So I think um, climate issues will remain preeminent. But I think some of the, the, S, the social issues will be growing uh, in importance uh, over time. Governance will, will always remain fundamentally important to financial investors. The, the other one which sort of sits really, I guess, on the E side of things is biodiversity. That's something which has been less um, in the front uh, page than climate, perhaps. But I think that's going to be growing in importance, too. Matt Lanston from Capital Group. Thank you very much indeed. Pleasure. Thanks very much. Tune in next month for a new episode of the podcast with The Capital Group, Investing for the Long Term. This communication is of a general nature and not intended to provide investment advice or to be a solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Statements attributed to an individual represent the opinions of that individual and may not necessarily reflect the view of Capital Group or its affiliates.